Hello everyone. I'm back again with yet another story. Before I begin, I wish to profusely thank every single listener of mine and giving me such an overwhelming response and your feedback. Please continue to do so and do come back with telling letting me know what you'd like to hear. What is it that I can improve upon and what is it that you'd want to get out of this podcast series? And many of you must be wondering why am i doing this and what is it that led me to share my stories with you all well today i'm going to share a story or a moment of my in in my life which was a turning point in my journey and that not only changed the course of my of my entire life but also taught me the biggest and the hardest lesson of life so here it goes This happened about 10 years ago. I was into mainstream television as a as a television producer and a director and I was doing uh mainly soaps and serials and fiction. Um and obviously it didn't keep me happy. I was doing it because it was it was kind of a means to an end or a means of sustenance, but it really did not give me that stimulation, that inner stimulation which I so needed and my soul was craving to get something bigger and higher. So I wanted to get to the higher purpose of my existence and I wasn't finding it in the work I was doing. So I was on this constant search and at that time a friend of mine from US called me and said TBS which is the Turner Broadcasting System is looking for a producer director from India from Indian subcontinent who can come up with stories for sensational stories for Ripley's believe it or not so she said why don't you start exploring and digging out stories and see if you can pitch any ideas So at that time I was reading a book by Robert Swoboda called the Agora and this was on this cult called the Aghoris who are uh, Shiv bhakts and they believe in um the god of destruction that's Shiva and they mainly live around the burning ghats or the ghats of uh, India by the Ganges river which is the sacred river and they are known to be in not so good words cannibals because they eat the flesh of the dead so it was fascinating subject and i wanted to get deeper into the subject and know why is it they do what they do so what are they all made of so i suggested the story and it instantly got approved well my next step was to collect a crew who would believe and want to be able to want to do such a story and we went to varanasi And before I head out from Mumbai to go to Varanasi every single friend of mine who was uh knowing what work I am doing and what I want to do stopped me from going because they felt that it's a dangerous place to be in for especially for a woman and two it's not such a good place for me to explore because it might just twist my mind somehow and uh, get me on the wrong path but i said okay i'm going to go but i will just ex- figure out what what the scenario is like and if i feel it is dangerous i'll step back and i'll allow my crew to go ahead and do what they want what they should be doing so we went to varanasi and my first evening i told my crew to 
drop all the equipment in the hotel and not carry anything and we go to the burning ghats which is the manikarnika ghat in varanasi and just sit and observe the rituals what happens over there and the energy of that place because it is known as burning ghats because around the 24/7 there are bodies burning and hindus believe that a dead has to be burnt and so obviously it was not a very pleasant place to be in but you can well imagine that a place like this will have very heavy energy so we went i decided to go there with my boys and we sat sat down and uh, in 2 hours or 3 hours my boys could not take the fumes and could not take the smell and didn't like the atmosphere and they decided to head back to the hotel but something told me that i need to stay back and i need to be spending time alone by myself for a few hours more and before i knew i ended up spending the whole night there i sat and i watched the sunrise to say the least this was the most transformative profound night of my life during that night sitting by myself just a few inches away from death while the bodies are getting burnt and i was on the other side with life i learned the biggest and the hardest lesson and that was that there is no distinction between life and death it is just a few inches away from us so why is it that we strive for so much we struggle with enmity jealousy desires and je- and whole lot of these negative emotions while we are alive because we are not going to be taking anything with us we are only going to be going and immersing ourselves back to dust from where we came so this was the hardest lesson and that i must say has helped me in good stead up till now and this was 10 years ago and so much in my life happened after that with losing my parents because that made me see their death also with new light in new light and i could not i did grieve because i was obviously i had lost my parents i did grieve but but i must say that i knew that they were going in good space i knew that they were getting freedom from suffering i knew that they were getting they were renouncing or i would say getting salvation and going into a space where they will be free from anything negative which exists on this earth so i allowed them to make that journey and go further up and and be at peace with themselves and looking down upon us as our angels as our spirit guides as our angel angel guides So that was my first lesson. Well, we after that we got got about our shooting and we were filming all over Varanasi. We were shooting with the Aghoris who sit by the ghats and we shot their rituals. And for 5 days later, we were ready to head back to Mumbai. My unit was pick, packing up their bags and they were they were ready to pack up and leave uh, for our train which was booked. I heard a voice in my ears and that said that you are not going back yet you have to stay here 
And I didn't know where that voice was coming from. I had no clue. But I knew that I had to follow this instruction. So I told my boys to carry on and cancel my ticket. And I will stay back for a couple of days more and figure out what I need to learn more from here. But obviously they were not meant to leave me back alone by myself. And they, they had seen what, whatever Varanasi had to offer and this subject had to offer. They said, no, we are cancelling our tickets too and we are staying back with you. Well, I said, okay, if you wish. So we all stayed back and I had no idea why we were there. A few hours later, my local uh, correspondent, my local person who was helping me in Varanasi, he suggested that I come with him and he takes me to a house of one very learned Aghori. But he also cautioned me that he is not a very pleasant man to be with and to meet and he also has a tendency to become violent at times. So he cautioned me that if we experience anything like that, we come back. But it's worth taking a chance. So we go into these by-lanes of Varanasi and we come to in front of a house with a huge old ancient door. And we knock at that door and I hear this big roaring kind of voice from inside saying, let Mahima come inside. I was stunned. I was shocked. It was as if I'd lost ground under my feet. So I asked Sanjay, who was my local correspondent, I said, did, I asked him, did he send a word here? Did, does he know I'm coming? He said, absolutely no, nothing at all, because this, was, this thought came to him that we were supposed to come to him, and we just came. Anyway, we were taken inside, and I saw this man, big, huge man, sitting with his eyes closed, bald head, smile on his face, and he gestured me to sit down. I sat down next to him and he picked up his hand and put it above his forehead, above his head and he brought out something in his fist from thin air. He opened the fist and there was some bone and ash in his hand and he said, take it, this has come to you as a gift for you from the goddess, from mother goddess. I didn't know what to do with it so he said, put it, take a little bit and put it on your forehead, it's a blessing. I put it and then he seemed to know everything. Why am I in Varanasi? And he said, come to me tomorrow morning. All your questions will be answered. Come with your camera. I will be ready at 6 o'clock. I was, I mean, you can well imagine, I was horrified. I was stunned and I was too overwhelmed. We came out, we left him and we came out. And I, I as soon as I stepped out of the house, I couldn't take a step ahead. I fell on the ground in the middle of the road and I just burst into tears because it was so much to take, so much to fathom. What do I make of this? Anyway, we, I came back to the hotel. I shared this news with my crew and we were ready to shoot. The next morning we came to his house and we shot. And trust me, Every single thing I wanted to know about Aghoris, every single question which was troubling me about them and why do people call them cannibals and why are they called flesh eaters, I found an answer in him. According to him, Aghoris are the left hand of God, the practitioners who follow 
a quicker way and that's why it's called the left hand of God. And they follow a path where they go through repulsion, through the path of hatred. Because according to them, there are only two things, two desires a human being cannot have a control over. One is the taste buds and second, it's the sexual desire. So what do they do to get rid of these two desires? Is they follow, they go through the path of complete repulsion. And nothing can be more repulsive than consuming the flesh of the dead. And once they do that, they don't eat it every day. They do it once or twice in a lifetime. Once they do that, they are free. They are free of this desire that holds them down in evolving. And that's the, that's the step they take to reach a stage of evolution. I was so impressed. And my respect for them grew notches higher because I knew that we are so short-sighted as human beings. We jump to judgments, which are all wrong. We jump to conclusions without getting a clarity, without getting the real reason to find out why do they do what they do. And I must say, I was super pleased. I was happy. I was thankful. I was grateful because I, this is what I was searching for. And then after the filming, he called me to, to next to him and he said, I wish to share something with you. And that is that this is not a coincidence that you walked through my door and come and met me. You were meant to come here. This is what you had to complete from another birth because you and I and my wife, we were together in another lifetime and you had to do here, come here because this is the starting point of a very important journey of your life. You will now not do anything other than following what, is, what comes into your lap from the highest, higher forces, from the divine. And you will be guided. There will be many, 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 many stumbling blocks. There will be many rocks. You'll fall many times. But have the courage and have the conviction that you're being guided you're being directed and you will walk that path because this is the destiny you have come here with. Well, the film got over and it was shown in America. It ran into huge success. And few years later, Dr. Chaturvedi, that's the name of the Atakori, he passed on. And his son called me and said, my father wishes to see what you've shot because he has taught me how to reach out to him on the other side. And please send me a copy of that. I did it dutifully. I sent it. And I got my message that he's watching over us. That he is there as our guiding master. As our guiding light. Because he put me on that path. And I'm so ever grateful for that one night which I spent by the Manikarnika Ghat. Because ever since, I haven't had a chance or a reason to look back. And why I shared the story with you today is all of you, to uh, I urge you to really follow your heart. Because your heart can never lie. Follow your calling, your true calling. It will come. It may take a long time. Some people are fortunate. They get it in their 20s. Some people get it in their 50s. Some people get it before they die. But they get it. So please follow your heart. 
Look for your higher calling. Look for the real purpose of your of your life and the higher purpose of your life. It will come because all of us are guided. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye bye.